Hey, it's Mother Funny Time with Andy and Angie. Two cousins, eight kids, one grandkid, two states. And a whole lot of fun. Woo! Welcome back, Mother Funny Tribe. I expect that you're all excited to hear another episode with Angie and Andy about expectations. That's what I expect. Wow, you're like manifesting it. I like it. Look at you. Manifesting. And again, we're going to have to stick on topic because it's, it's a busy week, everyone. It's a busy week. We don't have time for shenanigans and tomfoolery. So we're going to get to it. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Shenanigators. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're talking about expectations. If you didn't listen to our first podcast, check it out because we talked about expectations. And today we're going to talk about how to break away from unrealistic expectations of motherhood. So I also want to mention, though, before we actually talk about what we're supposed to talk about, have you Uh noticed when it comes to moms? You get the moms mm-hmm. who are either talking about like the good, 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 amazing part of motherhood, kind of like what we talked about, ha- hashtag mom life, or you get the moms who really focus on like the negative parts. And it's so funny because life is not either extreme. Like sometimes when you're mm-hmm. talking to moms yes. or when you're seeing stuff on social media or when you're, you know, reading articles or whatever, it's always the extreme. And it's so interesting because life and especially mom life and the mom world is both. Like you have the highs and the lows. Your kids have the highs and the lows. And I think that's kind of what we were talking about last last podcast was being realistic when it comes to expectations. But just in general, that is what life is. Whether you are a mom who works outside the home or a mom who works inside the home, which by the way, let me tell you something. When I was getting ready for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Speak it. When you start researching about expectations, let me tell you what they talk about. Either expectations that new moms experience, you know, like they had this idea of like, I'm going to nurse and it's going to be so beautiful and the angels are going to sing and it's going to be relaxing and quiet (laughs) and and incredible. We're going to bond, you know, and then maybe you might struggle with nursing. Like they talk about what new moms go through or moms of like newborns, what they experience and those expectations Or in all the research, they also talk about the expectations of moms who work outside the home. Those moms. But I was like, hey, there's a whole category of us who we don't have newborns. (laughs) We might not be working outside the home. We're all working, though. We're all working regardless. We're all working. But so much of the research was still on so many of the hard parts. And I'm like, well, there is still the Mm. good parts, you know, like maybe with also with the expectations, like if you're going to expect that this is going to suck, well, then that might actually happen. Or maybe expect a little bit of goodness in the whole motherhood journey. (laughs) (laughs) I think that and that's kind of what I was well put, because that's what I kind of meant in the last podcast. But you put it more eloquently for me. Thank you. Um, Sometimes we focus on things like we become Eeyores. We're like, it's just going to be hard. It's going to be terrible. But it's okay to have some good expectations, like expect good things to happen. It's not like you count on it to happen, but you're open and ready for good things to happen. And I've I've learned that with my kids. Like I think I've shared in the past, like I was always so concerned with them being disappointed that I was always like, have no expectations, 
have zero expectations and you won't be disappointed, which is true. (laughs) Don't expect anything for Christmas and you get something, then it's only up from there. But at the same time, I realized that having those low expectations always kept them ready for the worst to happen, which is not great for your mental health. So, and you can't really enjoy things as well, maybe, if you're always expecting bad things. So I think there is that balance. Like you were saying, life is a balance. Everything is not good all the time. Everything's not bad all the time. If you um, are interested in the Bible, Ecclesiastes on Through the Word app is an amazing um, study to listen through for the balance of life. Things are good. Things are bad. It's Everything is a time and a season. Um, things are hard. Things are easy. It, it's all give and take. I mean, it's, it's life. Life is life. Life is life. Thank you, Andrea As Jones. Andrea Jones. <laughs> I know. That's still, that's still so A little good. throwback. <laughs> when you have extreme, unrealistic expectations, um, or especially if they're like unmet, your expectations, you have these ex- expectations oh, and then yes. they're unmet, that can lead to like frustration, agitation, that can create unnecessary pressure. It contributes to anxiety, could contribute to depression. I mean, This is something interesting. The higher and less realistic the expectations are, the more disappointed you will likely be. So when you're thinking like, oh, I just had a brand new baby, everything, and you have this extreme, beautiful, amazing expectation, then you're going to come crashing down when that's unmet and that doesn't happen. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and that affects your mood or can cause, like it's saying, anxiety or frustration. So we don't want anyone to struggle with expectations that aren't that are unmet or with expectations that are too extreme or too crazy so we're going to talk about expectations and try to how to work through that we good we good good. i'm ready you're ready i'm ready okay i read a really cool quote that was um and i don't have it in front of me so i'm just going to paraphrase it but basically when you don't have expectations of people and this can this can go like for your kids if when you don't have big expectations for people then you can meet them right where they are where they're at and enjoy them for who they are instead of expecting them to be something else so i thought that was brilliant like you know when you're getting you know that people are going to let you down but you also know that people can do amazing things so when you kind of go in with open expectations then you can just enjoy people for who they are instead of who you think they should be. That's great. Yes, exactly. I like it. So let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's go let's there. Do that. Okay. How do we? So how do we do that? Are you ready? First things first. Take a breath. Okay. Take a breath. <gasps> Being a mom. We have asthma. Can be hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Or taking a breath when you have asthma can be hard too. I know. <laughs> we mentioned that in our episode on New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Numerous times. We've got asthma. <laughs> <laughs> we can't breathe too deep all the time and we can't smoke. Those are two things <laughs> we cannot do. <laughs> so for those of you who aren't asthmatics... <laughs> Take a deep breath. If you do have asthma, take some albuterol and then take a deep breath. 
prednisone if you're lucky enough for for a good shot of uh, steroids. Sorry, different podcast. We're so jealous if you're on prednisone. (laughs) It's like, okay, side note. I know we don't have time for a side note, but side note, when both of us with our aspen allergies have gotten like prednisone and it gives us so much energy that we're like always like jealous of each other. You got prednisone, man. (laughs) It's true. My house was clean last week because I was on steroids for a week. We literally text each other and brag. I got prednisone. I I got it a shot. I got it as a shot. I had hives. Lucky me. (laughs) And when you get that pack of prednisone, you're golden for a few days. You're good. You're good. Not, you know, we know long term is no fun, but a little short term boost. We expect good things when we have a short-term boost of prednisone. Okay. It's true. That's off topic. It's true. <laughs> okay. So when you're realizing that, hey, you had all these expectations are not being met, I would just say take a moment, right? Take Have some time for yourself. If you need a little self-care, go with the self-care. If you need to learn about self-care, we have a podcast for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know an amazing podcast. Yes. Okay. Next one, which, hello, I don't know why we don't start here. Set your own expectations. What feels good to you? You know best. Listen to your body. Be gentle with yourself. Filter out the noise and unwanted opinions or criticism of others. You guys, every day is a new day. Leave room for error which I think is what Andy was really talking about Mm. also on the last podcast. There's no manual on how to be a good mother. We learned in the last podcast, no such thing as a perfect (laughs) mom. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to help you guys out there. Not a perfect mom. And uh, there's no manual for it. Sometimes you have to follow your gut instinct. And this is huge. I think if certain things are happening and you have that gut reaction or that mama bear like comes out or there's a moment when you're like, whoa, I need to pause. Hold on. Trust that. A lot of times that gut instinct is there for a reason. I just have some scientific knowledge behind that. Oh, I'm excited. If I can share it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's on topic because we're talking about it. Um, but so, they was say that you... <laughs> so was the prednisone. <laughs> we're always on topic. That's the secret. That's the Whether secret you know of podcasting <laughs> is we're always on topic. Okay. So the reason why like we have sometimes those like little weird gut reactions or just pause for a moment is because our brains can actually take in information faster than we can we are able to understand what's happening. So, you know, they said like an example is if you open a closet and something's falling, a lot of times you can catch it before you even know there's something falling because your brain has already registered that there's something falling before you have registered or you know that it's falling. So sometimes when you see something, like you have that quick like gut feeling, it could be that your brain has taken in information that you just aren't aware of yet. And sometimes they said it could be connected to past things. Like if you were in a situation where you saw something bad happen and maybe your brain registered something similar to happening and you just haven't taken it like understood it yet but your brain sees it so that's why we should follow our guts sometimes 
Excellent. Just for FYI. That's so fascinating. Thank you, Scientific Andy. Our brains are amazing. <laughs> I love that. I really do. Okay, this isn't in the research, but I'm just going to come up with a slogan, people. Okay? <laughs> with all the data. You ready? When yes. it comes to expectations, you do you. Like, when it comes to setting oh. expectations, all right, Mama, what's best for you? What's best for your family? What's best for the situation? Like sometimes, and we might not even realize it, the expectations we are thinking of or setting are actually subconsciously, we could be setting those because other people want us to do that. There could be a lot that's happening subconsciously that we're not aware of or that we're like, well, that person does it that way. So I need to do it that way. And we're just trying to like parent or be like them. And it's like, whoa, do what's best for you. Set the realistic expectation that's best for your family. So that was number two. I think that that's was amazing. Great. I really like that one. Okay, this one we take talk about all the time, but when it comes to expectations, um, you're not expected to do it all alone. Sometimes when it comes to oh. parenting, it can take a village, right? Build a community of support. And if your support system is super judgy or they have way too high of expectations, <laughs> walk down the street and find a new village. Angie is good at that. She's like, that does that is not my village. Not my monkeys, not my circus. Go find yourself a new village. It is not worth it. Get you a new village. I like it. Okay, if there's expectations and they're just not getting unmet and you're like, oh, because unmet expectations can also lead to mom guilt. We've talked about that right? In previous podcasts. Whole episode. We've mentioned Mm -hmm. a lot about that. So there's something called the double standard technique. Have you heard of this technique? No, tell me. A situation occurs, right? Expectation, totally not met, totally shattered. And you're like, oh, and the mom guilt creeps in. Stop, take a breath, and then refocus and say, if this situation happened to my friend, what would I say to them? And usually Mm. we give our friends more grace and encouragement than we do to ourselves. So once you really start thinking about it, okay, well, that was just an accident or that was just a situation or there were so many things I was unaware of. We would listen, give our friends compassion, be kind to our friends, and then help them work towards maybe that help help towards working to finding strategy so that doesn't happen again. So really when it's, it's called the double standard technique, I don't personally like that name. I would rename it something else. (laughs) (laughs) Something more positive. (laughs) I really would. I would just call it what would you say to a friend technique. That's what I would call it. Or the friend technique. The friendship. The friendship technique. Okay, we're going to relabel that. So we're going to talk to you guys today about the friendship technique. Oh, and the of mother course, funny friendship. Everything when it comes to this is journal, 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 journal. I'm like, whoever writes these articles, wow. do they know that moms don't have time to journal? Do they sell journals? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> selling journals at Ross, they do. I'm <laughs> really cheap. So they do, they do cute journals. If you have time to journal, journal about it because that can also help you when you're doing the friendship technique to really write it all down or help you process it. But that is something that is helpful when it comes to expectations. Have you ever done that? Like when you're really going through something and be like, what would I tell my friend? Like if this whole situation happened. I would say more recently I've done that. I didn't do that when I was younger, but as I've gotten older, yeah. I've been like, okay, 
<laughs> what would I tell my friend? And I'm I'm a very encouraging friend. You are. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I've I've tried to do that. I've tried to be more encouraging. Yeah, with myself. Um, with like even I learned this is a little side topic. But my time with God, like, you know, there's times where we get stuck when we're listening from the Lord, where we feel like we only hear negative things. And I feel like God is not always telling us negative things. And we're talking about things God says Well, to other people. We're like, oh, God says you have future and hope that he let, you know, all these things, like all these positive things. But for ourselves, we're always critiquing and we make God sound like he's critiquing us. But once in a while, listening to the Lord, like where I'm reading scripture, I feel like, no, he's telling me I'm okay. <laughs> I'm doing well. Like I try to use that same technique. Yeah. And I think we need to share that more like in Bible studies and stuff. Okay. This is off topic, but yeah. No, that was good. Staying positive. Stay positive. Here you go. Consider whether the expectation is helpful. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on that. That's good. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Is this really helpful? Is this worth it? Is this causing stress? Is this bothering me? Is this helping my children? Like when you really stop to think, okay, wait, why do I have this expectation? And is it helpful? And you know, guys, if it is not helpful, cut that thing out. Cut out that expectation. Find your new village. (laughs) Take a breath. (laughs) They're all intertwined. I feel like the expectations that might not be helpful these days are the clothing expectations. And let me tell you what I mean. Yes, There's a trend, I don't know, and I don't want to be judgy, so you do you. But if this is not you and you're trying to make it you, then I could see it being really frustrating of having everything, your kids always being dressed in neutral, the whole family in neutrals. And it's a thing out here. I don't know, which is fine for those people like whoever wants to dress neutrals, that's fine. But when you put a lot of for me, I feel like when you're putting a lot of expectations on what your kid's outward appearance looks like, that's a lot of stress financially. That's stress for your kids. Um, That's teaching them that it's all about the outward appearance. Not that we shouldn't have some focus on outward appearance. Obviously, like we can teach our kids to be presentable. But I think it can foster materialism and all sorts of stuff. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Expecting your kids to always look a certain way or having like a whole theme for what they should look like, I think might not be as helpful unless it helps you organize. Maybe it helps you get your kids dressed if you're like, I know that we're just wearing tan all week long. <laughs> And it's easy for me to buy tan and it's cheap on on Amazon. <laughs> Do you remember the khaki phase when everybody wore khakis all the time? Yes. Cargo khakis yes. to even be better. <laughs> Back when I was like in high school and it was all it was With like a gap. Belt? It was all gap khakis. Yes. Yes. Gap khakis. And then there was the old navy pullover fleece that were cool for like a minute. I remember one Christmas buying everybody I knew like old navy fleece pullovers, which pullovers are back. The the little half zip, quarter zip. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. They are. I could see if you're trying to dress your kids in a single singular tone, that would be extra stressful. 
Especially when the kid's like, my favorite color's red. <laughs> like, I want to wear orange. You're like, nope, nope, you're taupe today and you're taupe tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know if it's just here or other places, but there is such like a, I feel like a push on younger, on little kids to have fashion that we didn't have when we were kids. You know, like we wore ridiculous things and it's no one cared until you were in like middle school. But now it's like, you know, toddlers are looking better dressed than I am. <laughs> like, wow, girl, where'd you get those Gucci's? We're good. And, you know, we're good. But yeah, I think putting such a focus on the outward appearance is not always helpful and having high expectations for that. And it can cause kids to be. Um, what's the word? Like self-conscious. And then you're it's teaching kids like to expect that of other people or to judge other people if they're not there. But yeah. And it's it's just another, you know, we're always being taught and sold to keep up with with whatever's cool. Keep up with the Jones as they say in my generation. So, yeah. Okay, two more before we have to go cuz we're running out of time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So one is obviously when it comes to expectations, practice compassion, which also kind of goes with that friendship, whatever we called it, friendship rule, friendship guideline. (laughs) I can't even remember. (laughs) I have mom brain. Um, And if you're really struggling, everyone, when it comes to creating or keeping or setting or making expectations, maybe just reach out to a professional and they can kind of help you with expectations and with being a realist when it comes to making those expectations. So that was most of the list. There you go. We've solved all your expectation (laughs) problems, moms. We're here to help. (laughs) Nothing's perfect. You're not perfect. Your kids aren't perfect. (laughs) You aren't, but nobody's perfect. It's a secret. You learned it. Okay, here's my question. Say some in neutral. What? Take some prednisone. <laughs> Good luck. But what if my what if my high expectation is that my whole family is going to wear neutral <laughs> all the time? But I need to stop that expectation. What? How would I? How would I let that go? Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to a friend? <laughs> I would say, you be you, girl. (laughs) Is this expectation causing you stress? It sounds like it. (laughs) It is. I look washed out neutrals. (laughs) I would also say dive into why you want your kids to dress in neutral or why don't you want your kids to dress in neutral? What's behind that? Go a little further. Dig a little deeper. Let's dig deep. Why? Or you as a mom dressed in neutral. But maybe allow your kids to throw in a splash of color here and there. Find the compromise. (laughs) Where's the yes? Where's the yes? Where's the yes? I like it. I like it. Perfect. I'm trying to think, could it be on Fridays? Wacky, like Fridays they could dress with like crazy socks. You know, like they do wacky Wednesdays. If you really are committed (laughs) to neutral, to your family dressing in neutral, throw in a few days. Or if you like accessories. Taupe Tuesdays. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to call it taupe instead of bait. Or tan Tuesdays. That's another one. Ecru. Cream. 
I don't know. It doesn't really work with the days of the week. I was really trying, and I can't no, think unless of the you're day doing of the week. tan. Unless you're doing Tuesday, you could do tan or which taupe. is still neutral though. I'm like, yeah, tan or taupe. Oh, so tan only Tuesday, on Tuesdays Tuesday. they're in neutral. Oh, see, I was giving them one day of color. You're giving them six days of color, oh, one day of neutral. Some of us you <laughs> don't need as many neutrals. <laughs> <laughs> you much better. Well, honestly, okay, I know we have to go, but having twins. <laughs> Like one prefers pink and one prefers purple. And they've been this way since they were a year and a half. Forever. I can't imagine going, hey, you two, I know your favorite color is pink and your favorite color is purple, but you're in tan. (laughs) Like, is that a fight you want to fight? Is that? I don't think so. And then not only that, but that you and Ryan would also have to be in neutral, like the entire family. And it's not just for a Christmas that would be card. A fight. I'm thinking the only time no. I could ever dress as somewhat like, ish, kind of alike, is for a Christmas card. You guys all have to wear neutral because it's the new thing. It's the new cool thing to do. I don't know why they do it. Maybe I should look into it. Maybe I should be doing it. Maybe I'm not expecting enough out of my color palette. I'm expecting too much from my color palette. I need to expect neutral. I'm just going to throw this out there. As a mom who's, I've been a mom for 14 years. You ready, you guys? This is a phase. It's come in, and that phase is going to go out really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This is not a phase that's going to last. <laughs> Angie has what she likes, and that's, and she rocks it. <laughs> right now, you guys, you don't know this, but she's wearing an airport hoodie. <laughs> yes. She- she took. She's not wearing her gas station T-shirt. She she is wearing her trucker hat, but she's also wearing her airport hoodie. It was on sale, and it's adorable. It's not neutral either. It's pink. It is, and I will tell you, my trucker hat. I did actually get at Bucky's, so I did get it at the gas yes, station. It's so cute. It's a really cute. Bucky's is is a next level gas station. So anyway. Well, if you have any questions about how to have the perfect expectations, you can reach out to us. Because <laughs> we have the perfect expectations in our lives um, through the Instagram. We're okay. So here's the thing we don't actually post very much on Instagram, but someday we will. We're going to, that's our New Year's resolution. Yes. We're going to get better at it. Okay. We really need to do more on Instagram. Let's do that I know, this we year. Need to- okay. We're going to come up with a plan. Yes. We have big plans we're, for 2024. Instagram. We're actually going <laughs> to let people know about our podcast. <laughs> it's our big plan. We're going to post once a week, maybe. <laughs> there you go. That's a But look, if you reach out to us, we'll get to it. It is. It is. That's our big thing. Okay. But we do have our listener base is fantastic. And we're super thankful for all of you listening. And yeah. Like us, share us, tell a friend, all the things. Like us, share us, tell us to a friend. (laughs) That was my background beat for you. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to Uncle Jeff because Uncle Jeff listens. Shout out. Shout okay, Uncle Jeff is our new marketing manager. <laughs> Shout out to our new marketing manager, Uncle Jeff. Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Woo! All right, that's all we have time for today. We gotta wrap it up, unfortunately. But just remember, you might think you're doing just okay, but we think you're doing really great. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great mother funny day. Please like and share our podcast. But please don't tell our moms. <laughs>